0: Switch to Sprint Unlimited Basic, featuring TV from Hulu and 500 megabytes of mobile hotspot. Plus, for a limited time, get five lines for only $120 per month. Hurry to a Sprint store or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Offer ends 1618 after 131-2020. Pay $32 per month for a line for five lines without a pay. One Hulu limited commercial plan for eligible Sprint account. MHS reduced to 3G speeds after 500 megabytes per month. Coverage and offer not available everywhere. Excludes taxes, fees, and roaming requires new lines. Subject to credit and 3 activation fee. Video streams up to 480p. Speed maximums, use rules, and restrictions apply.
1: Log Talk Radio. Hey guys, welcome back to the FinCider Podcast. It's another Thursday night, so we've got another episode live. Coming to you, uh, go ahead and give us a call, 347 326 9461. If you haven't put it in your phone right now, I don't know why, but go ahead and put that in your phone. It's the same number every week, 347 326 9461. You can also reach us on Twitter. Just use the hashtag PoundFinsider. That'll let us see it quickly and easily. And of course, you can take part in the live thread over on the site. Uh, Go ahead and welcome in, James. How are you tonight?
0: I'm good. How are you, Kevin?
1: Long week. I'm ready for it to be over, and uh, I'm in pain. So this should be fun. I'm uh, my shoulders all sorts of jacked up, and uh, I think the cortisone shot I had a couple weeks ago starting to wear off, and I'm not happy about it.
0: That doesn't sound good.
1: (laughs) Should make it loads of fun. Should be a fun podcast. I'm. Cranky, I'm in a bad mood, so let's talk to all fins. <laughs> oh, I love this. So Ooh. Limey Finn already opening the uh show with a question over in the live thread. All right. Uh, wants to know uh what our opinions of the NFL top one hundred players is and uh especially given that Cam Wake is not on it, but Peyton Manning somehow made it. Um, I really think Cam should have been on there. I can't argue that Peyton shouldn't be on there because even though he didn't play last year, he's still one of the top players in the NFL. I mean, look at what his absence meant to the Colts, but I also think that Cam should have been on there. Um, Somebody in one of the threads today pointed out that Cam's stats weren't as high this year, which makes it look like he's not as good a player as he was the year before. But I think that this is voted on by the players. So the players recognize if if a guy is being double teamed. Fans who might not watch the Dolphins will go to stats and look whereas the uh the players will know each other. So I don't take I don't think that his stats so much meant as as much as people might think it did. But yeah, I'm I'm going to it right now. I mean, okay, Chris Johnson was number 100 and I really think that he's way underrated and that's what his vote on the site says right now. But 99 is Ryan Khalil, 98 is Willis McGahee, 97 Donald Penn, 96 DeQuell Jackson, 95 Tim Tebow. I mean, at least more than those guys, Cameron Wake should have been on there. Um, Cortland Finnegan those, is 93.
0: Gone. I think those lists are just like anything else. It's just it's very subjective, and the players, just like fans, are um, you know they're they're subject to um, falling prey to um, guys' reputations. Yep. And that's, that's, you know, a guy like Cameron, Cameron Ranky he hasn't been around that long. And, and sure there's teams that see him. There's teams that see him every year, you know, over the last couple of years. But there's, team, there's players that haven't seen him yet. And he yep. doesn't have that reputation. And he's not on, you know, he's not been on a very good team. So you, you put all that together and, You know he should be on the list, but he's not. It just it is what it is.
1: Yeah, I think I think if he keeps up what he's if he keeps up the level of play over the next couple years, you'll see him shoot up that list. But yeah, I, I I believe he should have been on there, but I'm not overly critical of the fact that he's not. Um, I would have liked to see Reggie Bush show up on it. But, again, I mean, Darren Sproles came in at 86, so that's about where you're looking for a player like Reggie. Um, I don't know if C.J. Spiller showed up on the list at all. I don't think he did. I'm trying to scan through it real quick. But those are the players that you're going to most likely compare uh, Reggie Bush to, and, yeah, I don't see him. So Darren Sproles at 86. Um, Bush could have been in there, especially having his first thousand yard season, but again, I'm not overly concerned that he wasn't on there. Um, and then Jake Long at 59, he fell from 28 last year to 59 this year. I can't argue that either, um. Injured back, injured knee, torn bicep by the end of the year, missed two games. It all adds up to not having the same year this year as he did last year. I think it says a lot because the fan vote did not have Jake Long located anywhere in it for the Pro Bowl. And the coaches and players still voted for him and made him starter even though he was injured. So they, they respect him and they realize what he can do, but – Yeah, last year was a down year for him. Um, Went through it, and in the post I made on the site, um, he had four, I think. It was three or four linemen voted ahead of him. Um, Again, can't argue it. He's probably the best left tackle in the game, but he didn't play it last year. So... I can't really say anything about it. And I just noticed that you did close the live thread comments. I was just I'm, about I'm, to do
0: that. I'm, I'm, <laughs> no, yeah, no, I already did, did yeah. <laughs>
1: a few minutes back. I was, just, I was just doing it and went oh never mind. Um oh, I'm sorry, Earl. Earl's baby sick, he can't call in tonight. Yeah, it's a bummer. Never cool when babies are sick.
0: Oh, no. that's a horrible feeling when you're a parent.
1: Yeah, nothing you can do; just sit there and stare. Yeah,
0: feel helpless. But
1: uh, um, I'm trying to think. It's been a quiet week for the Dolphins. It's uh, um. I guess we should mention you know, like. Shouldn't say, I guess we should mention it. Sounds kind of uh, disrespectful, but um, uh, where was I going with that? Oh, uh, Eddie Jones, the former Dolphins president, passed away this week at age 74. So just want to mention that and wishes go out to his family. Um, but. Yeah. So after the down note of the podcast let's go ahead and shift gears. We can talk about something a little more upbeat happening in the front office of the Dolphins also. The team uh promoted Brian Gain from uh, what was his position? Oh, player personnel. He was player personnel, head of player personnel to uh assistant GM today. So oh. That's a good move. Um, Everything I've read about him is uh, he's a good guy, Um, does some good stuff with uh, scouting and evaluating. So should be a good move. Um, Team says he'll still work both professional and collegiate levels, and now he'll help with the responsibilities of all the scouts. So I think that's a good thing. Um, reading a quote from Jeff Ireland, he says, "This is a very de- deserving promotion for Brian. He earned this position, but not only his continu- by not only his continued and unquestioned trust, loyalty, and commitment to the Miami Dolphins organization, but by his continued efforts each and every day to strive for perfection. His attention to detail and professionalism has ultimately paid dividends to his growth and development, and he'll continue to be a very valuable member of the organization." I think the important part here is the fact that. He, he's he been the hot name around the league, or one of the hot names around the league for a little while now. He was uh, interviewed by the Rams for their GM job this offseason. So, he's on the radar to become a GM in the league, and maybe by promoting him to assistant GM, the Dolphins can keep him for a couple more years. So, that's always a good thing to keep good, strong players. or people. Yes. Did you read the uh, the article? Um, the Dolphins being named in that lawsuit. Did you see that on the site this morning?
0: Yeah, I did. I did see that. That's that's odd.
1: Yeah. It,
0: even, even though it none of their players are listed, listed on you know as, as far as.
1: Yeah, that, that's the weird part is nobody on the list of those four are are anywhere in the Dolphins' records. Now, does that mean that they didn't sign them and have them in training camp for a couple days or something? No, I, I, I don't know, but I don't see anywhere, and the – was it the Miami Herald? Yeah, the Miami Herald didn't find any of them in the Dolphins' records. So the only thing I can figure is that they – Are suing Miami because they played against Miami, but I still don't know. I mean, then couldn't they have all thirty-two teams listed?
0: Yeah, you Uh, can't. Yeah, suing. I mean, my understanding is that the lawsuit's based on a team knowing the player's been had a concussion and then basically putting them back in in harm's way. So, what that has to do with a team that they didn't play for? I have not the faintest idea.
1: Yeah, I don't understand how it how it works out that way at all, but um, it's interesting, something to watch. I think that – I think what's interesting about it, I read more about it later after I posted that, and the attorney for the four of them is actually a former player himself, so – We'll see if that ties into why he did it. Um, I think that the workman's comp piece will become part of the argument, and it'll be interesting to see which way that goes. Because the teams and the NFL now, because the teams are listed, will argue that because the players were direct employees of the teams, the any settlement or any dispute – does not go to court. It goes to workman's comp, and that's part of the way workman's comp works. If you guys have never filed for it, basically um, it's an agreement between a worker and his employer that if there's any sort of injury, whether it's directly caused by the company or if it's some other injury… It goes to workman's compensation considerations, so that way a employee cannot sue his employer every time he gets injured. So yeah, I, I think yeah, go on.
0: I think I think there's a huge difference though what they're suing. I I read that part, but I think the difference is is they're not claiming that the the teams didn't take care of their injuries or compensate them for say time off or time lost or any that sort of thing, but that they but that they put them in a situation. Be injured more severely, maybe to get you know concussion again because they already had a concussion, that sort of thing. Which you know, in, in the normal workplace, as I understand how workers' comp works, you know, you're required to follow their rules and you're injured, blah blah blah. But if if they force you to work before you were physically ready to work, then they are liable.
1: It, exactly. It uh, it the 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 lawsuit is alleging that the teams hid the effects of concussions from the players. Right. So that that suit is what they're basing their – or that allegation is what they're basing their lawsuit on. So they're arguing that because they directly hid from the players the effects of concussions, they should be able to go to court. The teams in the NFL are going to turn around and go, no, that's an injury. It should be settled in workman's comp. So it'll be interesting to see which way the courts over in Tampa and it's uh Hillsborough County which includes Tampa. Um it'll be interesting to see which way the courts go with that. But um looking at uh looking at the the Twitter timeline right now, your Dallas Mavs just made a trade in the NFL or the NBA draft. They drafted Tyler Zeller at 17 and then immediately shipped him to Cleveland for the 24th, 33rd, and 34th pick. Huh. So Bonnie
0: well, Nelson's uh, got something in mind.
1: And they traded Lamar Odom today, didn't they?
0: They were trying to. Did I that trade did. go
1: down? I think it <laughs> went down.
0: Yeah, they were trying to send them to the Clippers, I thought.
1: But, um.
0: I haven't had time to look at it. I raced home from work and got
1: ready for this. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I did see that if we're going to go off Dolphins for a minute, um, the, uh, Pittsburgh. Why am I blanking? I'm thinking Steelers right now And for some reason that's not working for me The Pittsburgh Penguins <laughs> There we go um, Signed Sidney Crosby To a $104.4 million Deal today
0: That's 12, probably money well spent
1: 12 year $104.4 million. So that's good for him As long as he can shake off The effects of concussions Oddly enough Yeah that's So see, it did kind of tie to our previous discussion.
0: I'm not a I'm not a fan of theirs, but uh, you know, you hate to see the the uh, stars out over something like that. Yeah.
1: But uh, let's see. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, really, it's been a quiet week. Anything jumping to your head that we haven't talked about before? We no, talked about no. Ocho Cinco last week, and I guess we can talk this week about him too. Um, saying that, <laughs> warning, yeah, we're going to talk about him every week, I'm sure. But uh, <laughs> um, we should, uh, or he told um, uh, Dad Roger Goodell, the NFL commissioner, that he needs to be ready to find him a lot this year. And I've seen it both ways, not necessarily on our site. Our site seems to be more on the same side of it that I'm on, the same way I'm looking at it, but I've seen it the same way. I've seen it the opposite way elsewhere, where I think that an announcement like that, that he's going to be a problem this year for Roger Goodell, is actually a good thing because he tried to bottle it up. He tried to be the good soldier up in – Uh, New England last year, and it didn't work. I mean, he was horrible. And I mean, Chad Ochocinco makes it to his first Super Bowl, and he catches one pass? I mean, come on. That's not Chad Ochocinco or Chad Johnson, depending on whether or not that has legally gone through yet. Um, But now he's saying, I'm going to be a problem. So – I can't uh... – <laughs> I'm, I'm, all of a sudden on Twitter right now, this pops up. Somebody wrote to Chad Johnson asking, when players get fined, do they write a check or is it automatically taken out? Chad Johnson writes back, I bounced a check I wrote to the league in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> How does he bounce a check? Uh Maybe you should I'm, make sure it. He did.
0: I'm sure he didn't.
1: Yeah. Probably not. Don't, don't but those don't
0: those fines just don't those come directly from the team? Isn't that how that works?
1: I that's what I've always thought is it comes from the team and it's just docked out of their paycheck at the end and then it's spread over all the players at the end of the year. But and then it helps out with uh medical bills and stuff like that, and then it goes into bonuses and weird stuff but
0: I thought it went to I thought it went to some charitable you know, charitable
1: type pool. I've seen that part of it goes back to the players in forms of like um, like uh, say Cameron Wake when he first came in, he signed a uh, small contract. Then he goes out there and blows it up and play, outplays it. There's weird bonuses that the league has that they can pay out to players that do that. So a player with a low contract who outperforms it, he can get a small bonus from the league. Um, oh. And then I think, it, yeah, it goes into charities, and then it also goes to help out, I think, the retirees with medical bills and stuff. So right. I think there's all kinds of stuff they do with that money. But, um, But, yeah, I think – If Chad Johnson opens it back up and goes out and has fun, and I think that's what it comes down to is he wasn't having fun in uh, New England. He was busy trying to do the right thing, so it became work for him. And if he goes out there and has fun, I think we'll see a better Chad Johnson. So I'm actually kind of happy that he said that to the commissioner yeah and i'm and i'm
0: and I'm sure when it when it's all said and done that you know that he's not gonna blow up you know he's not gonna get a ton of fines because you know Phildom's gonna step in before that happens, but yeah, if it means he's gonna go out there fired up, that's fine,
1: yeah, I think that's that's eventually or ultimately what it means,
0: and for me i he can get fined all he wants as long as he's not hurting the team. That's, you know, that's always always my concern with that sort of thing.
1: Yep. I can take a fine for excessive celebration. I mean, really, even if you get a personal foul on that, what do they do? They move the kickoff back 15 yards. So, Dan Carpenter, you kick it it harder.
0: You know, is it a close game? Do those 15 yards matter? Are we down? Do those 15 yards matter? Are we up 28 points? And I can care
1: less. And – Carpenter has the leg that – I mean, granted, he might not kick it through the uprights on a kickoff, but if it's an excessive celebration for a touchdown, after all the fist pumps over the past few years, I'll take a couple excessive celebrations for touchdowns. (laughs) So, um, while while we're on the air, and since obviously we have a ton of stuff to talk about tonight – um remind everybody of our finsider youtube channel. Uh currently we have 98 subscribers, which means there are 98 people who have a chance to win a autographed Mike Pouncey mini helmet, which is sitting right here next to me right now. Um all you got to do to enter the contest is go to the finsiders youtube channel. It's at youtubecom FinSider. S B N the Cider and subscribe. That's it. It's open to us residents and you have to be 18 years or older in order to win. So I'm sorry. Limey Finn, or, uh, anybody else like that. If you are not in the U.S., I cannot let you win, but you can still subscribe because Hey, why not? Um, we're going to be debuting videos over the next few weeks. Um, Trying to get comfortable. I don't like the sitting down look of that first video that's there. I want to do something more fun, get out and travel with the camera or something. But at the same time, I live in Central Texas. It makes it a little bit harder to do some of the good (laughs) ideas we have. I'm not exactly able to go to the stadium very easily, so I'll do what I can. We'll see what we can come up with. Um, But we should be able to bring you some really good content with it. Uh, make sure you go over um, – it just got wrecked. It's at 14 wrecks right now. There's a uh, fan post version of the story on the debut of the FinSider channel. All the rules of the contest are in there, so you can read them, download them. They're in a uh, PDF file, so it should be pretty easy if you want to download them and keep them forever, which why you would want to, I don't know, but you can if you want to. Fourteen wrecks, you say? Yeah, it's at fourteen. <laughs> I hate you. Nice. <laughs> I hate you so much.
0: Uh, so you guys know, before the show up. went
1: on air, we were discussing. Uh, I've posted a story, or no, I've posted two fan shots and the the fan post itself, asking people to wreck it and bring it up to the top. It had what three wrecks?
0: Two. The third two one was me.
1: Okay. So it had two wrecks. Then uh, Tex posts a fan shot saying, everybody, please go wreck this post. And now we're at 15. It's up to 15 now. Oh. So apparently uh, y'all listen to Tex more than y'all listen to me. And yes, I said y'all twice in that sentence. Y'all. <laughs> but uh, I'm from the south. Funny. I may not be... Texas may not be home, but I am from the south. But... Um, uh, Duke thinks that that's a good trade for the maps.
0: I right, which one the the Odom one? Because yeah, no yeah, the, uh, Jimmy, the the um, the multiple picks. Yeah, yeah. I don't know enough about the the depth of the NBA draft to to come. It's it's not nearly as exciting as the NFL draft. Actually, no draft is.
1: Hmm. I'll have to Jason Scott put in the. Uh, Thread that Omar Kelly was talking on the Michael Irvin show about how Chad has really quick feet and is good on short routes and getting yards after the catch, but since Brady doesn't really throw outside the hashes, he wasn't really useful to the Pats or something of that effect is exactly what Jason Scott wrote. Um, I I, I didn't see that, so I'm not exactly sure. But uh, was it
0: was that was that Irvin's? Um, take on it or
1: Omar because it's Irvin's
0: and I, and I respect it because he knows what the hell he's talking about but <laughs> just saying no and I like Omar o- Omar Omar is a bright guy he just, he just babbles about other things that no one cares about
1: um, Irvin said that even when he was in high school about how he had him go against Dion and he beat him hmm uh, Interesting. Um, yeah, I I really think everything has seemed to come out and say. Now, again, it's the standard caveat right now that it's – that's odd. At the top of the Finsider page right now, I'm getting a um, Ticketmaster uh, ad for Jacksonville Jaguars tickets. Okay. Uh, <laughs> That's kind of odd. But uh, it, it's the standard caveat right now that we are in the OTA and mini camp season. So it's all non pads, it's all walkthroughs and half speed and non contact drills and stuff like that. But everything has come out saying um, Ocho Cinco has looked good. He's looked fast, he's looked strong, he's looked like Chad Johnson. So, maybe we uh maybe we actually have something here. Maybe he actually can do something for the Dolphins. So,
0: it's worth a waiver on my part to see what yeah, he's got.
1: Exactly. Uh Chris says he's seen enough of Tyler Zeller to know that the maps got a steal there trading Zeller away. Zyler? what did I say? Zeller. There we go. Away for the multiple picks, so that's good. Um, sorry, Limey Finn. We're we're all responding to you now in the uh, thread about what did the English ever do? But I can't hate the English. My grandmother's British. She's from York, so I can't hate the English. But I I, I can say that. Uh, it's open to U.S. residents only. <laughs> Ouch! That
0: is <laughs> yeah, fro- fro- frozen frozen fish fan. He's Canadian. There's going to be a few uh, regulars on the site that are not going to yeah. be. Yeah. Unfortunately,
1: the fun of the oh, Yes. But that's okay. The rest of you, make sure you subscribe to the FinCider YouTube channel. And enter for your chance to win a Mike Pouncey autographed mini helmet. If you are a non-U.S. resident, subscribe to the channel anyway. (laughs) Let's see. Oh, nobody has subscribed since I started talking about it. That makes me sad. Although the Finsider YouTube debut does have 645 views and 13 likes. Just in case you were wondering. I was. I do want to. Let's. I'm going to take a quick look at the um, Ryan Tannehill video. We were at a little over 5,000 last time I looked at it, and we we're about 700 in the lead. We are at 5,190 right now. And. We are about six hundred views in the lead over oh, RG three. I need to re-promote that. Yeah, I might I might start throwing it back up there a little bit. I do anything enjoy anything
0: under a cool anything under a cool gram makes me sweat.
1: <laughs> I do enjoy having the uh, FinCider at the top of charts within SB Nation. It makes me yeah. happy. But I'm uh, I'm looking forward to August, September timeframe when our traffic is going to go ginormous because I know all of you are going to be coming back to the site regularly to keep up with everything that's going on because if I can post, let me see, where is, where's the start of today? Right here, one, two, three, four, five stories, two fan shots. Today, and that's a slow day. So if I can make up five things to post today, you know it's going to be crazy when there's actually things to talk about.
0: And I don't even know how you do that, man. (laughs)
1: Um, uh, Apparently, somebody asked Chad Johnson if he purposely bounced that check, and he says, yes, the way I had my bank account set up, all my money was in savings. So I guess he wrote a check out of his checking account, letting it bounce. And then he said, "Taggliaabo refined him <laughs> nice. interesting interesting i i
0: I hope he refined him with a twenty five dollar um
1: bad check <laughs> <they're> charge yeah <laughs> <laughs> i always found that funny. You bounced a check, we know you have no money, so here's an extra fine. Yes, you know I don't have money, so you're charging me more
0: it's the, it's the, it's the same concept of want to buy something, the worse your credit is, the more they charge you for it, it's like, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> uh, oh, Duke says we never got back around to discussing Tannehill last week.
1: Oh, were we supposed to discuss Tannehill last week? I don't, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. I don't remember the topic. Duke, what were we supposed to talk about Tannehill? I mean, I know he started the his or he spent the last day of minicamp as the starter for whatever that's worth. Um, it was his rotation. Um, apparently, from what they were saying, the media that was there, they said uh, he did not get as many. He did not get as many reps as with the first team as the other two quarterbacks did on their days to beat the first team quarterback so i don't know if you read anything into that i mean it could be that it just was a shorter practice it could be that they just put him in there so that the media would see it and go oh yeah they are rotating it could just be that he's not ready and they know that already so i don't know um we uh he's Oh. Duke's answer was we were gonna discuss his OTA performance as the starter but then went back to a different subject. So yeah, that that's what it was. What we were just talking about. So um overall I've I've heard that he he has looked good on the throws themselves. His Problem right now is Decision making and I think that's Just the speed of the game issue He's not used to how fast this game is He's up against a defense that's moving And remember this is a defense that's moving Without pads so they're moving a little bit faster Than normal and uh, He's having to try to Make a decision and throw the ball And it, he He's not used to how fast A cornerback is moving how fast the linebackers Are moving so I think that's all it is Um I, I, um, Herm Edwards on ESPN, every time he's on there talking about Tannehill, he, he fully believes Tannehill's the starter week one. Um, I'm not there. I'm not going to say that I think Tannehill's going to be the starter, but I think Tannehill does start at some point this year. So we'll see how it goes. But, um, I'm sorry, Limey Finn. You guys have never talk about that war. That sounds like um, the winners make up history, and the losers of the war forget about it. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, so <laughs> we're having history. We're having basketball uh, draft talk. We're doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, Chad Johnson was asked, "What's the worst thing he's been fined for?" And his answer was using the one dollar to bribe the referee to give him a red challenge flag. <laughs> the 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 trying to get the replay, <laughs> so the ref would dis would dis uh say it was a catch. That was his worst fine, apparently. Um, Jason Scott thinks Gerard starts then look
0: at your screen too,
1: okay, once we're out of the uh well, that's a scary thought, really <laughs> okay hold on once uh once we're out of the playoff hunt, then Chanel takes over um I would not be surprised if Gerard takes the starting spot. I still think it's Matt Moore's to lose, but Gerard doesn't scare me um or. Doesn't scare me. See, I'm scared about what I'm about to do. Um, doesn't. Wouldn't surprise me if Gerard won it. Um, I do want to go ahead, I guess, and uh, bring in our first caller of the night. So, Alpha, welcome. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Thanks for that. Welcome to the show. <laughs> hey uh, I'm 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 gonna
0: ask you guys a question and, and what is your going into I know it's still a month away. Um, but what is the most critical
1: position battles that you think are gonna happen in camp? Um I think I, I think the obvious one is quarterback, but I don't think that's going to be the actual main one. Um, I think that the team will have a decision on quarterback. We just may not know it. We'll see it on hard knocks, and we'll we'll be able to tell who's playing better. Um, I think where the real battle is going to be is out at safety. Um, right now, it seems like Rashad Jones has the starter spot on one side. Um, I've heard Chris Clemens and Tyrone Culver are battling for the other starting spot. And I still think the wild card in there is Jimmy Wilson. I really, I I don't know why, having not actually ever seen him play the safety position, but I'm really high on Jimmy Wilson. I really think he's going to do something special back there. Well, that's
0: good. I, I was thinking more maybe the right tackle between Martin and Mirtha.
1: Um, from what I've heard, Mirtha hasn't hasn't been being used at right tackle much right now. Um, I, it may be just they're trying to get Martin in there and get him the experience. Um, I've heard Martha has been used at right guard, and Artis Hicks, the free agent tackle uh, up this year, has been used at right guard because they uh, they have not liked, I guess, what John Jerry's doing. Jerry had the had the inside track for that position, but. They want him to lose weight. He's just too heavy. So I think that's what it is. Well, they need some uh, speed and athleticism, and I think yes. that's probably his problem. Yeah, I think that's where they're going, is that they, they're trying to get... they? I, I know they've already told him he needs to lose weight. So I think they just need somebody who is athletic in that position with the zone-blocking scheme who can get out there and move. So we'll see how that goes. Um, Duke says that most criticals either wide receiver or free safety or right guard um i think the wide the wide receiver one's going to be nice um i think it's both the battle for who starts and then the battle for who picks up those last few uh roster spots i think we have two battles that go on at the wide receiver position very good okay well we'll uh, look forward to that camp yeah, it should be good. I, I'm I'm really excited about the fact that it is on Hard Knocks. I know uh, Tex, you weren't happy about it or weren't excited about it, but you said you'd watch it. Um, oh yeah, I wasn't
0: oh, I was, yeah. was thrilled, but um, I'm waiting to, because I'm not, I don't normally sign up for HBO and all that, because I just don't have the time to watch it. But I'm uh I'm actually holding off um, on subscribing to the new cable company. So I can get my three free months of HBO just so I can watch
1: Hard Knocks. (laughs) I don't spend time
0: at all, right?
1: Nice. But yeah, yeah, I'm 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 excited about Hard Knocks just because I I don't really care about what access we will get and what we want and how they edit it and whether or not um, Lauren Tannehill's on every episode or is only on one episode or however they end up doing that with her. What I want, what I want is just the access. The fact that the team is opening the doors, I think, is a huge step for the team. And it shows that Stephen Ross, Jeff Ireland, they really are trying to change what the team used to do. And I I think that. I'm looking forward to my uh, favorite position, and that's linebacker. I think that's going to be fun to watch that battle between who they get from New England, Guyton. Then there's Messi, then there's Burnett, and then there's that rookie that's pre- supposed to be pretty quick. Yep, uh, Kadu. So yeah, I, I think I think we have some really good talent at linebacker. Um, I think Misi and Burnett obviously start, unless uh, Kadu comes in and outplays Messi, which is a possibility. But I think that they start, and Kadu is the backup for this year. Maybe moving up to the starter role in the next year or so. Um, they could also look at grooming him as the replacement for Carlos Dansby, who's getting up there in age now. So th- there's there's lots of options that they could do with him. True, true. Hey, I appreciate you guys taking my call. Hey, thanks for calling in. Calling every hey, show. Hey, thanks for calling show. in,
0: man. All right, we'll talk to you guys later.
1: Yep, you have a good night. Talking about Jerry uh Jason Scott says they should probably put Jerry at right tackle and then move uh move Martin to left guard and put incognito at right guard um just because Jerry is so big and he uh he he as Jason Scott puts it, Jerry is awful in a phone booth booth he steps on everybody's feet. <laughs> Um, I I see where you're trying to go with that, but I really do not like the idea of Martin at left guard. I think he has the athleticism to be a great pulling guard, but I think that he's, he's a tackle. I just, he's a tackle. So, yeah, Earl, we probably do need a left guard next season in the next draft. Um... I think – and uh, I've talked to Keith about this a few times. Um, I think right now our priorities going into the draft next year have to be wide receiver number one. You're probably looking at a guard number two or number three. Safety could be in there or safeties could step up and show that we don't need to draft it. Um It's nice to not have quarterback Listed in there Whether or not Tannehill plays well this year Or plays at all this year For once we're going into a draft where We're not looking quarterback It doesn't matter we are not looking quarterback So That will be the nice thing But um, I think running back We're set I think tight end we're set The offensive line is almost set And if you guys saw it, I posted a story today, or maybe it was yesterday, about uh, Jake Long, and he was on the Miami Dolphins radio web show with a very familiar name. Uh, <laughs> he uh, he was on the Finsiders with an F, not a PH, like Brian uh, Tannehill wants to point out. Uh, <laughs> and in that, they asked him specifically what it's like to now look down the line and see Pouncy, a first-round pick, Martin, a first-round talent that was a second-round pick. I mean, Incognito's still serious talent. Obviously, they're still puzzle-piecing the right guard, but our offensive line has some real talent – down that down the row, so it should be interesting and it should be good for long. Who maybe won't be uh, won't be required to do so much and can get back to dominating. Um, I'm trying to see. I don't think the Heat have drafted yet. I don't see anything, but. I'm only half watching Twitter, so I may have missed their pick.
0: I'm just reading about how the uh, Patriots owner wants a team, an NFL team in London full time.
1: I, I tried to read that story today, and I couldn't get it to pull up for some reason. So, what 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 is his reasoning for it? Is there anything in there that says why? He just
0: he just uh, he says this, he. I personally think we should have a franchise in London, and that's something I'm gonna I'm going to push for. Okay, I think. I think I said that in sports at a speaking engagement, in Oh, Wait. Yeah, I think I said that the last time we were over here in 2009. Before this next decade is out, I hope we have a team here. I think that would be the right thing for the NFL, and this fan base has proven that they deserve it. I just I don't like the idea of base that far away. I don't want I don't want my team to have to, to fly there. And you know, and God forbid they're in your division
1: i think uh I think what ends up happening is if if the league expands or decides to move Jaguars or the Rams or somebody not throwing those teams under the bus, but just teams that are always talking about moving um to London, I think two teams have to go, and whether that's a team in London and a team in Ireland or a team in Germany or a team in France or somewhere, two teams have to go because that would let you basically do back-to-back away games and you could just stay in Europe. But
0: they, um, but have, that, that screws up their whole scheduling dynamic than if you do that.
1: It, you know it does to some degree. You're right. But so, I well, think Those two teams
0: would obviously happening. be in the same division. They would have to do that. Yes, they'd have to be. They'd have to be in the same. And, and then I guess you could do that because you know they would have to adjust the the scheduling dynamic a little bit. But yep. I'm, you know, I'd sooner like to see something in 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 Mexico or or Canada that right. makes more sense.
1: And I think that's another talk is, and it's funny because the talk is Toronto, is the one I've heard which Buffalo will never allow. I mean, they play home games in Toronto right now. Why would they allow a team to go to Toronto?
0: Well, there's, I've also heard that they may move there,
1: so who knows? Yes, that's true too. But um, yeah, I, I think – and I would not be surprised if one day the league tries to put an entire European division and have four teams there. I, I would not be surprised if that became a reality. I don't know how they would do it. Whether they'd have to make like a third conference, or ha- I, I, I mean, logistically and scheduling-wise, I have no idea how it would work. But I wouldn't be surprised if the league tried to do it. Um, yeah,
0: and I think I think it's a huge disadvantage to the to the teams that are there because they have to they obviously have a lot more travel.
1: Yeah. Here. Yep. I mean, even if it was two teams there, that's two teams. That's two away games the Dolphins would have to play there while that team in London would have to play eight games back in the States. Somehow, yeah. So yeah. It, it, they yeah. Would
0: each have, they, well, there's two teams there that would have yeah, they'd have to fly over here for eight games and you couldn't couldn't do those eight in a row. That doesn't even make sense. So no one That's wants to play eight away one. games or eight in you know, a home well I wouldn't mind playing eight home games in a row, but eight away games would be terrible.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think the big thing there is that if the league did um if the league did manage to put a team in London, it would mean that like the Dolphins, which have a large fan base in England, would go play a game in London and wouldn't lose a home game so I think that's Earl,
0: Earl, Earl has suggested we move the Jets to just the middle of the Atlantic Ocean
1: um, that would be a good place for them but yes. um, it would <laughs> it would make traveling to them a little more difficult though. and <laughs> 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 again they're in New Jersey I mean how much worse can we make it for them
0: <laughs> be careful. Be careful. <laughs> I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you as much as just saying be careful.
1: <laughs> I'm throwing it out there on purpose. I like yeah, New Jersey. I'm hoping to be there in a couple weeks. So
0: there's a couple there's a couple people out there that are a little sensitive about their uh, their Jersey roots on our site. So
1: <laughs> hey, Maddie's from Jersey. So, I, mean, I know, the, I know. The site was founded by a New Jerseyan or New Jerseyite or whatever they're New called. person. My favorite yeah. one is still North Carolinian. North
0: Carolinian.
1: Carolinian. That's a great <laughs> word. But. <sighs> <laughs> Are you running oh. out of steam already? I'm I'm reading at the same time again, and you know I, I, I do that way too much. Um, yes. Brian Hartline – somebody asked Brian Hartline on Twitter, so what was wrong anyway? I heard you had an injury, but no one ever said what it was, and Brian Hartline's answer was it was no injury. So I still have no idea what is wrong with Brian Hartline. I've heard everything from a calf injury to – Personal issues. To he had a procedure done. To I, I don't know. Um,
0: I'm so curious. Remember the deal where they found his truck abandoned and all that? Do you remember all that? A couple seasons ago, they just mm-hmm. found it abandoned and
1: vaguely, it was like yeah,
0: ten states away by then. And right and but it was abandoned, like wrecked or something. And yep, and nothing ever came of that either. I
1: don't know. Uh, There's
0: some weird stuff going on.
1: <laughs> I guess uh I guess Austin Rivers got picked. I don't know. I don't see I don't it, yeah. but they're talking about uh salaries in the NBA next season. Doc Rivers 7 million, Austin Rivers 2 million. It's from Darren Rovell. So, I don't know if he got picked or not. Matt Roth's disease? Maybe. Jason Scott, thank you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> See, there's uh, a, there's another guy that should call in.
1: Oregon State, Jared Cunningham was just picked by the Cavs for the Mavs. Just so you know. Yeah, I don't
0: I don't know
1: who he I is. I don't know
0: who he is. When He's it comes
1: to mavs, anybody anybody they they pick doesn't mean anything until doesn't mean anything. <laughs> yeah. But um, you guys uh, you guys should enjoy me Google searching, um.
0: I'm busy stressing on this uh, Rangers game, so. Oh,
1: who's That's winning? Going
0: on. Um, the A's are up uh, four to two. Hmm. So, but uh, there's still time. On the bottom of the fifth, so there's still time.
1: Yeah, no, I don't see anything. I'm, I'm doing the. Uh, doing the search right now. Back in July 2010. July thirteenth, two thousand ten, is when um, his pickup truck was found. Brian Hartline's pickup truck was found abandoned on i nine i five ninety five. I'm sorry, it was on July third, two thousand ten. This was found abandoned on i five ninety five. It was involved in a crash. They, as as of this, it was. They still didn't know. I mean, granted, this is 10 days later. They didn't know who was driving it. Um, Heartline had not been injured. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I never heard anything else from that either. And I just vaguely remember it, and that's why I looked it up again. Google, you're a wonderful thing. Um, Stop trying to do all the weird other stuff. But, uh, oh, Earl, is that Austin Rivers, 10th to the Hornets? Um, I, I don't remember much about the, uh, truck accident for, uh, for Brian Hartline, but I vaguely remember it. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this could be involved in it. I don't know. There's just something weird going on here. And maybe it is like, uh, what Omar says that it's private and personal but it is something that he should miss time for so i don't know i don't know maybe we'll never know but that's kind of if it, if it is personal i don't need to get into the details about it but it's just odd something's something's uh strange about that situation and now, things
0: yeah, things happen in life that nobody needs to know. So, right. As long as the team's, you know, if it's an issue, you know, where he did something inappropriate or whatever, it's, it's obviously been handled internally and not something for us to worry about, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Uh, Earl does confirm that it was Austin Rivers at uh, ten to the Hornets.
0: Okay.
1: So, just so you know, Austin Rivers, Doc's son. Went 10 to the Hornets. Um, Yeah. So. uh, Okay. I think I'm talked out today. Sounds good. Okay. (laughs) Guys, thanks for listening. Um, Hopefully, the fact that I just was not really into it did not make it a boring show. Alpha, thanks for calling in. Uh, Duke. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Alpha. Thanks for taking time on the – site, you and Jason Scott for keeping us going with some of the questions and some of the stuff going on, Limey Finn you also, don't want to forget you Um, so thanks guys and uh, we'll be back next week, look for a new video sometime early next week and then obviously the podcast later in the week, make sure you sign up for the, or subscribe for the Finn Sider YouTube channel get a chance to win a Mike Pouncey mini helmet And we'll talk to you all again next week. Good night. Good night.
0: Now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a bottle of Seafoam Motor Treatment on sale for $7.99. Plus, earn double O rewards points. Help your engine run smoother and last longer with Seafoam Motor Treatment. On sale now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up a bottle of Seafoam Motor Treatment on sale for $7.99. Plus, earn double O rewards points. Help your engine run smoother and last longer with Seafoam Motor Treatment. On sale now at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.